What's up, Snapback fam? Welcome to episode 45 of the Snapback Pod. This one's sponsored by Indochino. Indochino also made RJ Barrett's pink suit. RJ Barrett, the rookie of the year, 2B, even though I predicted John Rant. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. Everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Right now, you can get 30 bucks off your purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com. Just enter code BLUEWIRE at checkoff. Plus, shipping is free. I do love free shipping. That's Indochino.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE for 30 bucks off your purchase of $3.99 or more. On this episode, we're doing NFL Week 11, our power rankings, of course, the people's parlay to get you all rich. We're due, I'm telling you. Maybe a little NBA Rookie of the Year talk and much, much more. So let's get it. And down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. What's going on, Snapback fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host, Abe Granoff. Abe, what's going on? What's up, you no-good, grass-eating vegan? How's your week going? <laughs> I beat the line. I beat the line. Yeah, but you're... you're uh, I mean, why don't you tell us about your week? You've been posting all over your frisbee disc of a burger for dinner. Your oh, peanut butter looks good. I'll give it to you. Every meal is like either shockingly good, like I'm like, wow, that shouldn't taste like that did, or shockingly bad, and I'm just like, it's Close tough. your eyes and don't think about it. That's essentially what it is. Uh, I think I'm going to make it. I'm not going to lie. Posting my Instagram story has kind of kept me accountable and has helped me. I would have probably quit for- My line ten- was spot on, wasn't it? it? It was pretty good. I think it was, it was after- yeah, it w- it was low. And for the first time ever today after lunch, my energy was a little low. I'm fine again. I'm starting to feel lighter. I feel better. But it's just it's I'm not going to be a vegan. I know that. But at least it's going to make me a little healthier going forward, which I think, you know, you live and you learn. No, you, that's the exact opposite of what this is going to do. You're going to stop being a vegan if you make it on Friday or Saturday, whatever. And then you're going to go to town on all your favorite food and that's... ruin all of your hard work. That's correct, but now I appreciate how good chicken and mozzarella cheese is Speaking in a of which, salad. How many times have you typed in on Google this week? Is blank vegan? Like uh, I would say thirty six. And how to many 40. times have you come up disappointed finding out that it was vegan? Not that often, <laughs> but it's actually for stuff like is mustard vegan? Or there was one really funny one I looked up. It, it must have been like is water vegan? Um, and I went for drinks, <laughs> I went for drinks and I was like, what can I even drink? So it's been tough, but I'm going to make it, uh, I'll have, I'll probably write like a little short thing just cause a lot of people would become curious about it. Um, maybe this not will me. be a, not, not me. <laughs> no, you know that you and John Gruden have been very excited to know about my next meal more yeah. because you like to for see me suffer. Value, but don't yeah. get, Ooh, James Harden for three, that ice is the game. They beat the Clippers. But anyway, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying it for the comedic value and watching you suffer, but I'm enjoying more the taco salad with ground beef that I had for dinner. Yeah, like you don't have to go there. All right. Anyways, straight into the power rankings. Uh, I mentioned my energy was low, but energy is going to rise because we've kind of been killing it the past two episodes. Don't want to toot our own horns, but toot, toot. I'll toot. let's keep that going. I'll hand you the floor. These first. power rankings are getting on my last nerves to the point where I want to get rid of this segment. 
Because, is that because well, you had the Saints ranked number one? They lost at home to the Falcons. No, that's not why. But they're still number one. Anyway, it's just really? because okay. all these teams in the NFL stink this year. <laughs> I mean, no, they don't stink. But like, I think we can both agree on a serious note. When's the last time the NFL has been this wide open? Uh, never. It is just a clusterfuck of wins and losses. Everybody beats everybody. But power rankings. Let's get right into it. And I have put about 13 different teams in random orders in the past 20 minutes trying to figure out which one. So now I'm just going to go with whichever one comes to me. Number five on Monday Night Football, they took down the cutest of cute San San Francisco 49ers. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. They have the MVP. We can discuss that in a little if you want. I know you're itching to get baby goat into this podcast one way or another. It's been five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, I'll bring them up for you. They've got the MVP. They're somehow eight and two. (laughs) You look at the standings, you're like, wait, how is Seattle eight and two? Like, they're not that good. But they are a very impressive win um, in what was absolutely a crazy game. I think we can both agree. But I'm putting them at five. I'm booting San Fran out because they proved to me how cute they were. And Jimmy Garoppolo, is he went from pretty to cute in a few hours in that game looking like a scared puppy in the pocket. You know, you know what he looked like? Jimmy Garoppolo in the pocket in overtime looked like like a seventh grader. And guys, I don't know if you're listening to this, if you're in seventh grade, um, that was like going in for his first kiss with a girl. But just go for it, guys, because Jimmy G wouldn't. But his legs were shaking. He didn't know what to do. He was overreacting. It's great motivation, honestly. Yeah, guys, go for it. But anyway, th- that was scripted, what happened in that game. Um, so I'm going Seattle five, number four. Ah, you know what? I'm going Green Bay. I almost just said Minnesota, but I'm going to go Green Bay. Um, they've pulled out a very tough. Did you think Christian McCaffrey got in by the way on that touchdown? I did. I really did. I mean, Curtis Samuel was in the worst possible spot. Yeah, I bet on Green Bay, so I don't think he got in. But um, <laughs> I'm going Green Bay. They've played a tough schedule throughout. They're still somehow eight and two. I think their cuties come playoff time. They just, I feel like that team needs Aaron Rodgers to actually carry them and have an unbelievable Aaron Rodgers esque game time after time to continue to carry them. I mean, like, they gave up 400 yards on Sunday to Carolina, but still won the game. You can only depend on the bend don't break for so long before they also only give up 16, though, which is interesting. Exactly. There's a definition of bend don't break. Give up all these yards all week. I mean, all game. It'll come back to bite them. So I've got Green Bay four. Before you move on, did you do you understand the going for two? Because I think this needs to be cleared up. Um, I know that the nerds upstairs understand it. Okay, and so let me just give a very quick analytics based. Let me just give a quick breakdown. The going for two and the going for it is normally situational. It's well, they like, were up. They were. By kicking an extra point, Carolina could have made it a 14-point game, right? Seven. Seven-point game. So they're down 14. Uh, when right, there's right. So, like, the numbers will argue that you should take into account many different factors, like if you're going for it on fourth or punting, stuff like that. But there's nothing that the numbers say that go when you're down 14 in the fourth quarter and you score a touchdown, you go for two, literally every time it raises your probability of winning by 25%. 
So the math is that you get all the information up front. So if you don't get it, you know you're going to have to go for two. Uh, now with the moving back of the extra point, plus like taking into account the weather in that game, extra points were probably even lower probability of going in. Uh, and then obviously your chances of winning by getting one two-point conversion are really high versus then you have to go win a coin toss in overtime, stop them, etc. So just so people understand, the math says you go for two every time. Down 14, fourth quarter. The Ravens have done it, which I love. Uh, I'm curious if we'll see other teams kind of pick that up. Right, so what Jack was saying, and it's exactly what I hate, is the <laughs> analytics. And to me, nerds have ruined sports. Nerds and mm, no, New Orleans. New Orleans. Nerds and, let me get there. <laughs> nerds and the city of New Orleans have ruined sports. New Orleans for replay, nerds for analytics. Um, but analytics... The- Make it more exciting, actually, because the extra point, extra point is almost boring, like when you have the game on the line. Right, I, I agree in a sense. Now, the analytics has made teams go for it more, which is actually better than yeah, them I'm just talking about in other sports in general, like baseball, okay. basketball, analytics stink, nerds stink, they ruin <laughs> sports. Um, maybe I just say that because I'm not a nerd. But I've got Seattle 5, Green <laughs> Bay 4. I'm in a good mood, Jack. Yeah. Number three, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, good mood. That honestly seems a little <laughs> low. I'm in a good mood. Um, okay. Just be thankful because this is the first time. Sure. Why do I have the Baltimore Ravens three? Because I literally have nobody else to pick. <laughs> I, I just don't know at this point. The NFL is just such a cluster of average to above average teams that I have no idea what to pick. Um, obviously, I had a great win in, in New Eng- or home against New England. And then beat up on um, a middle school travel B team. For yeah, but no one really beats up on them like we did. So, right. okay. I don't know. but nonetheless, okay. they haven't won a game. Number two, the New England Patriots. Um, I'm not. I know you guys beat them, and you can talk about it in your power rankings. I'm sure you will. <laughs> like you've talked about the past how many weeks into the season are we? I was right though. Right. I mean, I was right, too. I predicted Baltimore. But New England. No, you didn't. No, you did not. You switched. And that is oh, something right. I will. You know okay, what? You're okay. right. I did yeah. switch. You switched because you heard some random stat about. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. I read Twitter for five minutes while I was taking a poop, and that's enough to change a prediction. Um, <laughs> you're very so graphic tonight. Too. Coach, best of all time. Quarterback. I mean, he's good, but we won't call him great at this point, right? Um, right. But. No. I've got New England because I'm just can't bet against them anytime. The number one team in the league, even though they lost to the Atlanta Falcons and scored single digits at home, is the New <laughs> Orleans Saints. Solely because I think they they have the least amount of flaws of any team in the NFL in terms of running production, passing production, weapons, big names. Um, they did just lose a big offensive lineman today, and Marshawn Lattimore's going to be out, but. You combine that with potential home field in the in the playoffs, and I think the Saints are the team to beat. So, recap, <laughs> Seattle 5, Green Bay 4, Baltimore 3, New England 2, and New Orleans 1. <laughs> so funny. Um, no, that's interesting with the Saints at 1. I will point out that the Saints now are off, like they're in third place, so they don't have the bye. I think they become so vulnerable. When Breeze travels and plays outside, especially in the playoffs, he's just not what he is in in that dome. And I think, like, they're one of the least scary playoff teams on the road. At home, it's I do not want to go down to Bourbon Street. I'm sure as an NFC, as a fan of an NFC team, 
I'm sure as hell not afraid of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm That's sure true. as hell not afraid of Kirk Cousins. Uh, Jack. Dude. Jack. Kirk? Jack. Kirk stings, but Dalvin, like, in a playoff game, that's scary. Dalvin plus that defense? Yeah, but in the end, it's going to come down to the quarterback. So I'm not afraid of him. I'm really only afraid of Russ, the MVP, but they have weaknesses elsewhere. And Drew Brees, but they have the whole team, in my opinion. But anyway, give me your five. Let's hear it. Let's hear. All right, my five. Chiefs fell out. I still have them winning the Super Bowl, but they're just not – they're just not playing well. Abe's favorite defense. How many defense. times did you text me this week that the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl? I didn't. Oh, stop. Did I? Probably. I don't think I don't I we'll get to the Ravens. All right. Ugh, I'm sure At we'll five, I'm gonna throw Minnesota in there. They're just balling out. Like don't I know Dallas isn't like crazy good, but that's still an impressive win. Cousins is playing amazing. Dalvin is playing next level. People want him in the MVP race. Everyone people are talking about him versus McCaffrey in the MVP race. Yeah. Like, it, it's, you know, people, like they get bored because we're no, in the I middle of the I season. That. But that defense is awesome. Zimmer's actually a really good coach. He just has to deal with Cousins. And Cousins has won multiple primetime games this year. Like, I know we're used to Kirk, but, like, maybe it's a new leaf. I'm not saying it is, but they have two more primetime games coming up. We'll find out. So I have them at five. Uh, the pack at four. I feel like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I had Sam Fran one last week. I'm not going to matter my power rankings. Right? Like they stink. I, yeah. I've been telling you this. Well, it's, it's, they have a game manager at quarterback and I he turned the, give him that. No, he is. He absolutely is. He can make plays. They had 11 drops, uh, but he handed Seattle the game. He really did. He, they had outside of the three touchdowns, which came directly up. They had three turnovers for 21 points. Seattle did. And then outside of that, they had three other points. Seattle put on every single drive except for one. So, like, you just can't do that. It's probably a little drastic because that defense is still silly. But I'm going pack it for my Super Bowl pick from the NFC to make it. I'm still not high on them, but they keep winning games. They have Rodgers, whatever. Sick. Yeah, it's just like every team keeps winning games somehow. Saint, Saint, that's what good teams do. Uh, Saints, Bad teams lose is what happens. True. Saints drop to three. Um, you just can't score nine points. I don't really. I didn't watch any of that game to be honest. So I don't the know whole thing. how. Like what was wrong with the offense? It, Kamara just doesn't seem the same. Dude, Michael Thomas is on pace to break the receiving record for yeah, catches. No, like Brees how are is, they? Drew Brees today was vouching for him as MVP. Like yeah, come on, Drew, put the bottle down. But um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the offense couldn't get going. Matt Ryan was actually moving the ball. And you know what? I don't you know why I still have them at one. I don't yeah. look into much into it. I know Atlanta has what, one win, two wins. Yeah. But uh well first yeah, I told you it was chess and checkers. Sean Payton lost that game on purpose. Yeah. So Dan Quinn would get an extension. Yeah. But it's a division game. There those are always gonna be played tough. A spread gets thrown out the window unless you're looking at like the bottom of the bottom teams in the NFL, which on Record-wise, Atlanta is, but on paper, we can all agree they have the talent. Right. They're, like, nowhere near Cincy or the Jets. No, absolutely or, not. Right. So, I wasn't while, sure. While I have this up, I don't know what made me think of it. The passing up, because we're talking, like, Thomas setting the record, but can you name the top five quarterbacks in passing yards this year without looking it up? Like, just start throwing out names. Matt Stafford. Nope. Philip Rivers. Number one. Philip Rivers has the most passing yards they throw this year. It like forty times a game. I didn't realize that. Dak's number two. 
Jameis three, MVP Russ four, and then Rodgers five. But I just thought the top three were crazy. Anyways, uh, Saints at three, inexcusable loss. But you know they the the Saints always drop a weird home loss. They really do, and it's such a tough place to play. Number two, the Pats eight and one going into Philly. We are obviously going to preview that later in the episode. Um, and number one is the Ravens. And All right, that's it for the power rankings. <laughs> And it's not – I don't think it's biased because power rankings, we're, we've been doing it on a week-by-week week basis. It's who's the best team in the league right now. We've won five in a row. There's, like, the only other argument would probably be Seattle, who we went to and we beat. No one has an answer for Lamar. And the thing is, it's not that no one will not figure him out. It's just right now you can't figure him out. He's the best player in the league right now. The defense – Oh, my God. The, I mean, I, I – I'm not even saying I'm genuinely curious if you want to disagree and I'll have the discussion. It's just right Let's get now. Right into it. Let's get right into the MVP okay. conversation. Cause I truly well, believe that Russell Wilson is the best well, player in football right now. Okay. Well, before we get to that, I want you to say why the Ravens wouldn't be one. Like what? Because you have new England over them, but we just smacked new England by 17. We beat the Seahawks on the road. Like, the Saints lose to the Falcons. The Niners lose to the Seahawks by three at home. We went to Seattle win by double digits. So, right now, Lamar and the Ravens are the best team in the league. And I I am open to hearing a retort, but I don't think you have one. I don't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's... damn, Jack. It's not... It's just like, I'm telling you, it's... It's half of it's half of I can't look into what they've done production wise right. because of the league the way the right. league is going this it's, year. It's it's process of elimination. That's what I'm doing. I'm not even saying we're by far the most talented and best team. I'm actually saying look at this. We beat New England. Look at this. We beat Seattle. Look at San Fran. They lost. And look at the Saints. They lost. So what's that leave us with? It's the team right. on a five game. I'm, saying that I, I'm so not looking that's into much as into the record. Um, like, but if you want to go to the MVP discussion. <laughs> But, yeah, that's why I'm saying. So, you're saying Lamar Jackson's the best player in football right now, and I'm saying it's Russell Wilson. Um, I don't have the exact stats, but something about how many game-winning drives, top QBR, top interception to touchdown ratio. But this is the one glaring stat that stuck out to me because even though we can both agree Russ didn't play his best, he had a game game managed, and he won the game. He had Mm. had a game-winning drive when he had to. Ugh, I don't know. Like – he did. He led a game-winning drive when he had to. Yeah, he did. I mean, you can't deny that. Yeah. This is why Russell Wilson is the MVP. This year, the Seahawks have given up 24 or more points seven times. How many mm-hmm. games have we played? Nine. The NFL win percentage in that when a team gives up 24 or more points is 28%. I'm Russ absolutely— five and two in those games. I'm absolutely in love that you just pulled out like amazing stats to back up your arguments. Like I'm, that was great. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, no, it, it is. He is doing so much for his team that he is literally carrying 51 people on his back and playing the best. See, that's where the math, that's where the math kills you. Like there's 53 on the roster minus one. It's 52. He's not carrying, um, DK Metcalf is too heavy. True, true. Um, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but like, Russell Wilson is the type of guy that loses Doug Ball when he turns Tyler Lockett into a glorified number one receiver. Um, Tyler Lockett goes down. He immediately puts Josh Gordon in the offense, puts the ball right where he has to on third down, and gets two huge third down conversions. 
He's turned DK Metcalf, who said everyone, who everyone said coming out of the draft was a one-trick pony and can only run straight, into the most productive rookie receiver that there is this year. He, Chris Carson is fumbling the ball left and right. He is doing so much for that team, which inevitably I think it'll be the downfall because right. he can only do so much. But the fact that he is doing that much makes him the MVP. And frankly, what Lamar is doing is great, but the Ravens are solid throughout the 53-man that I don't think it's as noteworthy. Whereas, like I said, if this was the NBA, Lamar Jackson would be the MVP. But it's the combination of everything Russ has done this year with what his team is doing that has him as the MVP, in my opinion. Absolutely. he He's the MVP right now. Uh, he's the best player in football but wait, right wait, now. But wait, there was a tweet from you when Russ threw that interception um, yeah. in overtime. It said, wait, <clears throat> wait, that's y'all's MVP? I mean, so it is joined, y'all's MVP. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> that was like a quick turnaround, my guy. No, no, no. It's just I I've actually gotten to the point where I don't want Lamar to win the MVP. I feel like we've gotten off track with our goal. Lamar hasn't. It's just the media. The Ravens are getting too hyped up. We talked about last episode. We need a. You're humbling. the one doing it. Well, he's the baby goat. But <laughs> I mean, but it's not even now. It's to the point where it's just it's the national media. Like it. I know I started the baby goat, but like. They're carrying the baby goat. Russ, that, that is your point. It's that they should be losing a lot of games. Their defense is terrible. He wasn't good on Monday night. He did win the game, whatever. Look at it however you want. They're 8-2. and two. They're not good. The only argument at season's end is going to be like, remember when Lamar beat Russ in Seattle? So that is always going to have like a peg up. But I agree. Russ is the MVP right now. Give Russ the MVP. We're going to focus on Houston and moving to Aiden, too. No, because what some. you were doing for the for the snapback fam listening, let me tell you, let me let you in on a little something. something. <laughs> what Jack was doing with this whole talking crap on Russell Wilson and immediately saying, like, you were sarcastically texting me, oh, Russ is a god. Russ. First off, you told me Russ gets every excuse in the NFL. He, he, has, he, he, he has every excuse to use, and his team is 8-2, and two, yeah. or 7-2. Eight and ten, no. They're good. Jack has this personal animosity, and Jack can deny this, but I have known Jack since we were eight years old, and I know my guy. And he might be afraid to admit it. Jack is starting to hate Russell Wilson. No, no. Stop. Stop. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. I'm not done. Okay. Similarly to what I did a few years back with Donovan Mitchell in the NBA. because This is your assumption. Stop. Uh, It's my turn. You know what? Stop. (laughs) Let me hear me out. Because... Ben Simmons was the glorified rookie of the year, but the media started talking about Donovan Mitchell. And going into it, I had nothing against Donovan Mitchell, but now that he went against my guy, my point guard, sorry, Spider, you're out. And now See, I hate you. And this- Jack has been doing the same exact thing with Russell Wilson in regards to the MVP race with Lamar Jackson. Disagree because, and here's my <laughs> counter, what have I literally said since week one? It's been consistent. It's that I said the Seahawks are not good. I... Obviously, Russell Wilson's awesome. Like, no one's ever debated that. He's been great since he came in the league. But since week one, every week on this podcast, even when they were like, what, 3-0, and 4-0, I said, they're not that good. I'm not even throwing them in my top five in the power rankings. And this was way before Lamar was even close. Look, Lamar balled out week one against the Dolphins, but thinking he would be in the MVP race halfway through the year was just unrealistic. We, you hadn't seen enough. And so I've been low can we, on can the we, wait, wait, Can we run back the tape from week one and two against the, the Dolphins? And who'd you play week two, the Cardinals? Yeah. Can we run back that tape 
where you were just going off on Lamar Jackson. Well, I had to shut up the haters because they're like, oh, it's the Dolphins. Oh, but then, like, Tom Brady didn't score 59 on Tom the Brady stinks. Okay. Stop bringing him up. Um, well, you know when we'll have to bring him up is after the break. But before we break, we got to make the fam rich. Let's reel off our people's parlay. And, you know, we're in week 11. We didn't start week one, but we probably start week three or so. Eh, maybe four or five. We're due. I mean, if there's a week to be due, you have Thanksgiving coming up, and we have to buy presents for the fam for a little giveaway. Like, we're due. That we do. But, hey, there are two ways to make money in this parlay, fam. You can either <laughs> ride it, or you can fade the shit out of it, because chances are... <laughs> but we we haven't gone own for it. Like, it's just every week. We it's my 1 o'clock We have a few times. We have. We have. Thanks a lot, Colts, losing to the damn Dolphins. No, that wasn't last week. It was it was two weeks ago. We were shaky. But, all right. Um, you want to start? Yeah, I'm going to start with the late night game. We can get a hedge opportunity if we go three for three on the early games. I'm taking under 40 points in the battle of the Mitches. That is Mitch Mitch versus Surfer Mitch. The Bears versus the Rams. Um, the Rams have just fallen off. No, uh, the grid. I think I saw today they're like plus 400 to make the playoffs. Granted, that's because they're in the NFC and the division they're in. But they're coming off a tough loss from uh, Pittsburgh. Flying back. Might be a little jet lagged. Um, and both those quarterbacks are absolutely abysmal. So I'm going under 40 in the Bears-Rams game. And then we're headed to Carolina. And I'm going to take Atlanta plus five and a half. Why? I don't really know either. Um, Atlanta's riding that wave, uh, coming off a good win. Another divisional opponent, they're going to play hard. Um, and I think this win, though that, I mean, that loss against Green Bay really took a lot of the heart out of it for Carolina. They saw a big opportunity with New Orleans losing in Atlanta, and I just think like their hearts were pulled out in the fashion it was, and it's going to be a little hard to bounce back. Plus, you're playing a divisional opponent after that heartbreaking of a game. I think five and a half points is a little too much. Doesn't mean I don't think um, Carolina can win game one field goal, whatever. But I like the five and a half points Atlanta's getting in that. So I got Atlanta five and a half and under 40 in the Battle of the Mitches. All right, I'm going Cincy plus ten and a half because I dislike myself. Um, wait, yeah, wait, can I get a little, a little bit more in that? Because it's yeah. my money too. <laughs> so, so Finley, their new quarterback, actually moved the ball decently against the Ravens. He threw a pick six, which kind of spurned them. He was abysmal. No, 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 that's the thing. He moved the ball well. It was just like costly turnovers. But I think the Ra- I'm a big fan of the Raiders. I think they're going to hang around the playoff race. Raiders. But like, but are the Raiders really like? double digits better than anyone i don't like when i see a 10 and a half line it's more about like the other team's not going to score like like to cover 10 and a half if the other team can put up 17 like they they have to score 28 points that's just good math um but you you do realize you're betting on a team that wants to lose uh yeah but they still (laughs) want to keep it close because the kid finley's trying to prove himself there's it's NFL players are always going to compete. Look at the Dolphins the past two weeks. Fins up, baby. I mean the Dolphins. Um, if if I mean the Dolphins. Sam Darnold said the Jets can run the table and make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean the Dolphins are ahead of them in the standings right now with the tiebreaker. So if we want to get, on I the know. Dolphins no, Dean. Early, Dean actually thinks that they're going to make the playoffs. It's kind of scary. 
Being yeah, hit dude. by Jack. I think I can be convinced pretty easily. <laughs> uh, and then the other pick, Nick N- Nico Foles is back, and he's going to be the Colts. Yeah, Nico Foles. My original pick to win the division, I still think they can win it. If they win, they're 5-5. Five and five. If we beat Houston, they're 6-4, and four, and th- that division just beats up on itself. The Titans hung around with the win over the Chiefs. Uh, it's an in-division game. If they lose, obviously, they're screwed. But I haven't seen, like, I know Brissett will be back. Will he be fully healthy? The Colts haven't been too good lately. They've lost two in a row. Um, I'm going with the Jags. So, Jags money line. Uh, under oh, money in the- line? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jags money line under 40 in the battle of the Mitches. The Colts are dra- dropping three in a row. Yeah. Two games in a row in their own building. Yeah. Raiders wow, you hate plus. You hate the fam. I mean, the Colts should have dropped three in a row. It was a Vinatieri late field goal on the Joe Flacco Broncos uh, elite squad. And then uh, Atlanta plus five and a half is your people's parlay. We will see you on Monday with a load of cash for the snapback fam. But. For now, we're just going to have to deal with some ad reads because untuck it. Get it? All right. The holidays are no, almost I here. I, I, I didn't get it. Like, it's like blanket, like uh, the F word. You know what I'm saying? But like untuck. All right. Jeez. <laughs> the holiday- it's yeah, the vegan, I swear. <laughs> I swear. The holidays are almost here, and you know what that means. Gifts. And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a style of shirt that fits just right? Just go to untuckit.com. And use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. It's these button-down shirts that are really cool. They don't have to be tucked in. They'll look kind of snazzy during Thanksgiving or at your Christmas dinner or Hanukkah or Ramadan or whatever we're getting into. So that's untuckit.com, promo code BLUE for 20% off. Uh, yeah, go get us some shirts. Yeah, I mean, now we got to hear from our guys at Harry's. I mean, it was brick, like actually illegally cold today. So maybe a beard will do you good. Um, don't know how many of our listeners have beards, but you're going to have to shave them off eventually, probably for Thanksgiving. And what better way to do so than with Harry's razors? Um, Harry's is super convenient. The blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a prescription. And there's no risk for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. What do you get with this? You get a weighted ergonomic handle with a firm grip. Still don't know what that word means. Five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com backslash blue wire. Holidays are coming up. Your mom's going to make you shave and start shaving better today. All right, cool. Good, good work on that. Proud of you. Um, all right. I'm going to take a nap and I'll give you three minutes to tell me why the Eagles will beat the Patriots on Sunday. Do I have to believe it, though? No. Just just tell me. Why the will the Eagles why. beat the Patriots on Sunday? Um, <laughs> no. I'm not necessarily <laughs> sure. I can't, I, can't, I can't lie on here. I mean, I, I lie a lot about my team. and I'm, But, like, the Eagles, I don't know. We're coming off two... Two good wins when our backs were against the wall, coming off a bye. I get the Patriots are as well. But listen, our building's hard to play in. I think our strengths fit into their weaknesses really well, while their weaknesses are their strengths fit into our strengths as well, if that makes sense. 
We can see we saw. Didn't make a ton, but continue. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't sound good out of my mouth. Um, but listen, we saw it when you guys played the Patriots. Uh, you can run on this team. You can. I think you'll see the the Eagles come out and run the ball thirty times with Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard, who have actually been a great duo for us. And we all know the more successful you are at the run, the work for Lamar Jackson, the better you are in the pass game. I understand. The Patriots' um, back end of their defense is very strong. But the earlier you can get that run going, the easier it will be to throw on them. I really do think we come on and we and we uh, run the ball down their throat. Whereas we also see glaring issues with how they're protecting Brady this year, specifically his blind side. And our defensive line is a bunch of absolute animals who were coming into the league, coming into the year, we're probably one of the top-rated defensive lines in the league with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, and if we're throwing Derek Barnett and Brand—I mean Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox—on Brady's blind side, and we're getting after him early, then it disrupts everything he wants to do. Um, I do think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think that defense. Really. I really think it'll be a shootout. Um, but I'm going to go 28-25 Eagles. Okay, so we'll we'll have to update the shootout in the dictionary as like an averagely high scoring game. That's a fifty three point game. The over yeah, forty four and a half. Shootout is like both teams are thirties. Oh, what do you want me to sit here and say it's gonna be Chiefs Rams part two? No, that that was forties. Or that was fifties. Fifty four, fifty one. Yeah, you wanna call that a shootout? Um no, no. We, what we call that, we call that a big twelve. Fun game. fact on that, the last time there were two quarterbacks entering week nine or later. With pass ratings over 90 that were both aged under 26 was Mahomes versus Goff, 54-51. The next time that's ever happened is the Baby Goat versus Deshaun. But I want to touch on... Um, Wait, can I read you one last quote that yeah, I, sure. I saw over the week? That I was so, so, do you, cu- so do you, you think you are going to win? Like... You're saying it, you're talking to it into existence, but like I knew we were beating the Patriots. They're not that good. They are yeah, good. No, I actually I, I agree with you. I don't but, think they're as good as advertised. Right. And I think we're not as good as advertised. That's that the sense. issue for me. Yes. So I think they're not that good. I think Brady actually won't be able to exploit your corners, which is, really bodes well for you, and you can run the rock. Our I think corners have been actually playing well. In the better, but years. like let's be honest. Like you play Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, but right. let, me read right. you, let me read you the only thing that okay. is making me st- stutter and not pick the Patriots okay. or the Eagles. I read this quote. You assume I'm over it? Come on now. That, that's a lot of mental scar tissue from that year. We changed a lot. They changed a lot. Totally different circumstances. Huge game for us. Big game for them. The better team will win. That was Tom Brady on his rematch with us and having the Super Bowl from two years ago circled on his calendar. That is absolutely goddamn terrifying. Yeah, I think that (laughs) – I think – I saw that and I said, guys, let's pack it in, get a little rest, and get ready for Seattle. I just think that Belichick off a loss and a bye, Brady off a loss and a bye, hearing about how they're not that good, that defense coming off the loss and the bye – I, I, you know I'm actually rooting for you because I need the Patriots to lose if the Ravens have any chance at getting a bye and even that one seed. Um, I just – it's like I agree. I think the Patriots are very beatable. I think the blueprints add on how to beat them. I think on the road, Brady isn't that good. But it's just to me, you guys haven't been that good and you haven't been impressive. This could be 
the flip though right that's kind of what you're hoping for when you pick the eagles it's like all right we put the we put all the pieces together on sunday we play the best game of the season we're due come you're coming off the bye so like it's there. You have the talent. The it's home not like... team. The home team off the bye is hard to pick against, and we're a good team at home. I mean, we're right. three and one this year. Um, this is one of our very few hard games left, right? We have them, the Patriots this week, Seattle at home next week, and then we have like a bunch of we have the Giants, the Redskins, the Dolphins. Yep. Um, and then it comes down to Week 16 against Dallas. Yeah, I think that which it might, would not. Might, fam, I might have to tease this. We might have a little snapback experience. Week 16, Dallas at Eagles. Probably flex to Sunday night for the <laughs> NFC East. Even though they're flexing you guys out of Sunday nights, which is rough. But I think... Eh, I spun that too. It wouldn't shock me if you guys beat New England and Seattle at home. It really would not. And then just go on an absolute tear. And then like week 16 and 17 of this podcast are just brutal for everyone's ears. But it's funny it you also... say that because I actually figured out how we're going to get the bye. Yeah, so okay. Let's not go the there players. yet. Um but I, it also wouldn't shock me if you drop both, and then we're really pretty much done for the playoffs. So that's I think not true. That's see, that's where you're wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying you would. Be, I'm not saying you'd be out. But my point is, if you drop these two games, what's to say you're going to take care of business against like some pretty crappy teams? Like you guys wouldn't be that good in terms of football team. If we drop these two, then nine and seven can nine and seven regardless can easily win this division with Dallas's schedule. Mm, yeah, Dallas plays. Detroit, New England, Buffalo, Chicago, the Rams, and us down the street. Okay, Detroit, Buffalo, Chicago, three names that just are really not that scary. And but I think the Cowboys are, are good. lock of a win games. No, absolutely. But also, a game that at home, Philly against Dallas, should be a win for you guys. They've just owned you guys recently. I know they've all yeah, been close. Past, but the past few years, they have. Yeah. Which is, that's tough to admit. Uh, while we're here for the Thursday pod, let's go to Thursday Night Football. Browns at, or sorry, Steelers at Browns. Pretty much one will knock, it wouldn't knock Pittsburgh out by any no, means. Whoever but loses this game is done. I disagree because, as I've said a lot, Pittsburgh's schedule is very tough. I'm going to go with the Browns, and it sucks because I think Pittsburgh's good, and I think the Browns could Browns this, but I think they're going to get on a little, they're going to draw everyone back in, you especially i'm going uh 23 to 21 cleveland another come from behind actually it's a lot of points like pittsburgh's d has been special minka fitzpatrick who else is defensive player of the year if it's not him uh you can look at i mean the rookie of the year and the defensive player of the year nick Bosa. Yeah. what he's been doing stefan gilmore new england um i think the way Mink has been performing, especially after the trade, I think he has about 48 interceptions <laughs> since moving up north. But I'm sorry, I cannot pick against my guys. I have a disease and a sickness that brings me back to the Cleveland Browns and all the hype around them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. And ready for this, Jack? I don't think it's going to be close. Oof. I think they dominate from start okay. to finish. Um, and they just like ride this way from last week in a hard-fought win coming back on national television and we finally get to see what we expected. Maybe Kareem Hunt gets a little bit more involved in the offense. I'm sure Freddie Kitchens will blow a few possessions. <laughs> um, you remember, you know, last week they went O of eight from the goal line. Yeah, no, it, it was, it was it's, actually, it's actually impressive. impressive. Yeah, very. But I don't hate know, that I, call on the blowout because I think it's a short week. Pittsburgh's really hot. They could just throw up a dud. Even yeah, though no, I think 30 like, to 17. Okay. Cleveland. 
That's that would be a big margin. I actually might be at the biggest Cleveland Browns bar for a snapback experience. I thought that would be like a kind of cool thing. It's like the in number Cleveland? one. No, no, I'm not going to Cleveland. In New York, the biggest supporter of that like, bar probably gets popping. It it does. I've seen. I mean, I have friends there. A bunch who have of gone. people barking at the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll get a little bit of that. On Thursday You're probably night. fine. You know what? You know what the best part about that bar would be? How many random jerseys of quarterbacks you can find? Yeah, and how many but people have duct tape over them with a different name. It's probably all updated Mayfield OBJ. No, like, like you could find if you have some true dog yeah. pound. Dog oh no, there. Th- there's definitely them. Yeah, we're there's like four hundred, seven hundred people. All right, I'll get that on uh, on at real underscore sports on Snapchat. Uh, nice plug. Nice plug. Thank you. Uh, Baltimore versus Houston is the other really marquee game of the week. I think, like I said, it wouldn't shock me if we lost. The Ravens are just too hot right now. And, like, we've kind of, I don't know, our defense has been scoring touchdowns, which you can't just count on. The offense has obviously been dynamic. Maybe, I I don't know. I think we're going to win, but... I think we could lose. You sound you sound exactly like I did talking about the I hope we lose. Yeah, you know what? I really this has nothing against you, maybe a little yeah. bit. I don't think you guys win this game. I think yeah. it's a, I think it's a lot of Deshaun Watson's hearing the Lamar Jackson hype mm-hmm. and he wants to get his name in that MVP conversation. Yep. You got the Texans coming off a bye, you guys coming off a a win and all this hype where you're riding high. Maybe a loss right here is the best thing for you in the yeah. sense of it being humbling. So don't take it the wrong way. I, no, I I, I'm loss. actually in agreement. I think, I you think have a bad loss in the bank. And I think I, it's going to be that type of loss where you guys weren't in it from start to finish and the media and everyone starts to question you. And exactly. Then you come out and Lamar Jackson gets on Bleacher Report and Snapback, Instagram, Pod, this crazy play. And it's just up and down roller coaster, just like every other team has been this year. Um, you're not seeing many. What do you guys want a five game win streak right now? Yeah. You're not seeing many win streaks go that long uh, this year in the NFL. So I think this is a very come to earth, come to Jesus moment for the Baltimore Ravens. I think I can already picture it Monday morning. It's like because Russ is sitting on the bye after a huge win on Monday night, and like Lamar just doesn't play well, and all the Lamar haters come out of their closet. Like who I have mean, been... if Deshaun Watson dominates Russell, well, I mean Lamar Jackson this week and kills him. Lamar, yeah, he's, he... Lamar might drop out of the conversation for good. No, not for good. You but think? I don't know. Yeah. Not for good, but I think he drops behind Russ and Deshaun in that case. But then there's also the possibility we just blow them out because we can't be stopped and we're the best team in the league. I think this is the week you really find out. Yeah, I mean, this is you got to do it against the best teams. And, yeah. I mean, we could be looking – this could be a first-round matchup if you have the three versus yeah. – I guess, no, second. They would win the division most likely. Except yeah. I think the Jags win it. Um, you guys could get a bye, and if they're the they're the five seed or the, or the four seed, who knows? Yeah. Uh, all right, real quick – um, let's just run through and some pick em spots because a lot of close games. Dallas at Detroit, who you got? If Matt Stafford plays, I have Detroit. Okay. I think I'm off Detroit. I think Dallas is somewhat for real. I'm going to go Dallas. Indy versus Jacksonville, you know I have the Jags. Who do you have in Indy? Uh, do we know if Brissett's playing or not? He's expected to play. Okay. Uh, Denver at Minnesota. Minnesota rolls. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jets versus Washington Redskins. Must, the this is game of the this week. This is a appointment television. <laughs> and listen, Sam Darnold told me they can run the table. Who am I to disagree with Sam Darnold? <laughs> yeah, Playing I don't. Rookie quarterback. I know the Donald Jets goes stink. Into FedEx Field and shows him what the, what kind of playoff team the Jets are. Okay, this actually. Let's throw this because you mentioned Jets money line for the People's Parlay, and if you've listened this far, we're gonna go five teamer this week because you know the five teamer with the plus money line is our thing. We're throwing the Jets in because we're due, and I think the five team we've hit it in the past is what we need. The Jets, like I get it, they're not that good. The Redskins are horrible. Haskins is absolutely garbage right now. Why are they favorites? Normally, it's a line where I would be like, oh, Vegas knows. No, we're taking advantage I of know, Vegas. I think the, that the, the line is ex- exactly showing that Vegas has no idea about this game. And frankly, yeah. Vegas doesn't give a single shit about this game. Yeah. They, they just going to set it as a pick Have Hey, if the public wants to profit off this, go have some fun. Okay. We want nothing to do with the New York Jets at the Washington Redskins. No, we do. Because oh, the no, Jets just do. made Vegas yeah. doesn't. Oh, yeah. We want all the smoke. <laughs> no, we want all of it. Jets are my lock of the of the season. Plus, <laughs> what are they? Plus one hundred and five on the money line. Plus one and a half if you think they lose by one. But what just take them Jack? straight. How do how do we pick up the microphone and record on Sunday if we go four for four of the original picks <laughs> and the Jets lose to the Redskins? Well, hopefully, like after the forty minute mark of us rambling, people checked out. Like we're at forty five to forty seven. Oh, what? Right? Cut that part, Charlie. <laughs> um, all right, Atlanta, Carolina. You like Atlanta to cover? Do you like them to potentially win? I like them to win outright. Yeah. Ugh. All right, I like Carolina. Uh, Buffalo, Miami. Should we do it? Fins up. Fins up for the kid. Buffalo Let's go, stinks. Dean. Let's go, Dean. Also, shout out Gozy. He's a big listener. Oh yeah, Gozy. Uh, Saints at the Bucks. Is there a chance famous Yamus catches catches dub? I actually could see it. Saints? No, I can't. No, Saints. I, I, Saints I, I win. Can't, can't. Cardinals. Niners. Cardinals gave the Niners a nice test. Niners off the win or off the loss rather. Niners win. Uh, could be closer than uh, I think, but eh, I think they're gonna beat them pretty good. Yeah, I can see that. Philly versus New England. Uh, you picked New England. No, My what, pick. What? 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 Oh, sorry, sorry. You picked Philly. Uh, I I hate to say it, but and I do you, mean this from the bottom. No, I don't. I actually need Philly to win. So just and... say it. Just, just say it. Just say it, Jack. Over the music. I We're doing go. it, baby. I gotta go, New England. But I'll be rooting for Philly. I think this is like a. Hey, we're the Patriots. Remember us? We have Tom Brady, Bill Belichick in the top rated defense in the league. But and Philly's also, uh, been garbage. It's also the if the Eagles win, it's a oh shit. There, no one can really. We shouldn't mess with them. True. Okay. Uh, yeah, Monday will be fun for sure. Uh, Cincy, oh, Oakland. Cincy at Oakland. I'm going to Oakland. Think it's closer than it should be. Uh, I'm going. John. I, I'm going okay. Mitch versus Surfer. Mitch. Obviously, we'll finish in a tie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> high in that but if i had to pick <laughs> surfer's gonna take this one cowabunga golf <laughs> calabunga uh and then monday night we will preview mexico. yes in mexico we will open that pod with some nice uh i will be non-vegan by then i'm gonna have a freaking steak quesadilla 
extra cheese, extra steak before we record that podcast. Um, we'll pick that game. We're going to have to hit the bathroom halfway through the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick that game Monday. That is all from episode 45 of the Snapback Sports Pod. Abe, we're going to get a guest on here soon, and it's going to be a good one. I don't know who. If someone like has a connect, like hook up the fam, you know, maybe yeah, that's yeah. what we need. You we can need come another on with your guests. Like true. Listen, we've been working. There's some things in the pipeline. We need you guys to stay with us. I mean, I know listening to Jack for this amount of time on a biweekly. Well, no, it'd be dual week. I don't know. Twice a week. <laughs> Twice a week can get a little bit um, old, but listen, all I can tell you is we've got some good stuff coming. The better we do, the better you guys do, the more we help you out. Um, yeah, this is the said, people's pod. Come on. let's. We got to get that mentality. Yeah, well, we're going to need a new co-host. If Baltimore <laughs> wins by double digits and the Eagles get blown out, like I will be searching for a new co-host most likely. Yeah, so... Uh, Baby goat on three. Boys, One, man. two, three. Baby goat.